What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the TDM Show. I am your host, Greg. I am back. I know it's been a little troublesome lately, but we're here to do what we do best, which is talk about video games in a nerdy way that we enjoy as just three dudes chilling, having some fun. First, Matt, what's up, dude? One of the top 26 photographers mm. in Kansas City. Every, t- every time you do this, there's no way that it isn't awkward, uh, but... What's up, Greg? Um, hopefully you have a little bit of liquid courage helping you to pump through this podcast. But I'm, I'm feeling all right. I guess full moon on Halloween on a Saturday isn't the greatest combo if you're... What's the word I'm looking for? Stitious? Even a little? <laughs> but we're, we're, we're doing all right here. Daylight saving but sucks, you're, you're... but... You're forgetting, though, like, yes, it was Halloween, yes, it was Saturday, yes, it was a full moon, but that all got negated by the fact that we're in a current pandemic, and you really can't do any of the fun things you normally do on a Saturday Halloween with a full moon. Greg, I would like you to tell that to any werewolf. Tell me that a pandemic is going to stop them from transforming. <laughs> I didn't transform your, uh, last night. What's your birth sign again? Are you a, are you a, a, a Tauros? A, a, He's an apricot. <laughs> me? <laughs> no, both of you. I'm a Leo. I'm a Leo. Oh, I'm a Capri Sun. That's a good man going. I'm a Capri Sun. Well, did you check your horoscope? Did it tell you to avoid the moon? Did it tell no, you? No, it said watch out for a straw. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. And then I, I don't really think we need much introduction for Caleb. He's our Luna Love Good. What up, dude? What's going that, on? That guys? killed me. That killed me. <laughs> yeah. So I've been I've been following in Matt's footsteps. I'm rewatching Harry Potter. And the first time Luda popped up, I'm like, nah, man, I'm not this crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, you might not be walking around in the woods without no socks and shoes on, but you're up there. You you got like just her whole oh look a butterfly effect oh, yeah. that she oh, has instantly. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. I I was like, Oh yeah, that's one hundred percent me. Um, are there no other <laughs> Hufflepuffs in the original movies? Listen, as uh, far Cho. as I'm concerned, wait, who, who's a Hufflepuff? Cho. Who? His his uh his date to the. Oh yeah. yeah, the one that gets uh the one that gets uh drugged up and that and snitches. Oh yeah, that's right. Hey, she got what she deserved. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, I got a I got a question surrounding our Harry Potter houses because uh, you know game news is is kind of whatever right now. <laughs> it's kind of tough. We'll get into that. So what's your question? Uh, I'll bite. Uh, okay, 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 okay. So first things first, Harry Potter is not a Halloween series. It's a Christmas series. Uh, I will fight you on anyone who wants to debate me on that. Harry Potter is 100% a Christmas series. Uh, Every event happens around Christmas. But um, Mm -hmm. Christmas is a focal point, but in every single movie, what Christmas is the center of every single movie because it follows an entire school year movie. Um, there's a troll in the basement. Okay, which happens when? Halloween. I have a Halloween. Okay, but when okay. does a big event happen every single time? In the spring. Nope, nope, nope. 
The only big the, event, the, the only big no, event, because the only big event that happens in the spring is the Triwizard Tournament. The Triwizard Tournament. That's you also have the the in the Prisoner of Azkaban. You have the house with the Weeping Willow at the end of it, which happened in the spring. Okay. You well, when does the uh, oh, when no, does the no, final no. fight happen? Oh, oh, so because in the, at the end Thank of the you. movie, the Thank final you. fight. Which is so the it's all, climax okay. of the movie. No, that's the end of the series. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I maintain just like Harry Potter is a Christmas movie. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. You can't change my mind about it. Seriously. The Santa Claus series is a summer movie because you watch that man transform over the summer. Hey, it's listen, a summer movie. I'm not even going to fight you on that. I'm with you on that. <laughs> Anything to make his point valid. Uh, yes. <laughs> but uh, with so many games coming out and not coming out and rewatching the Harry Potter series uh, and it being an RPG and me falling back in love with RPGs thanks to um, Dragon Age Inquisition, I finally got past <laughs> finally got past one of the fights that if you're playing that fight on normal mode, it might take you seven minutes to fight. It took me a full two hours and 47 minutes to beat this fight. I kid you not. I would get right to the end, and right at the end, the uh, mini boss does a thing that causes other bosses to pop up, and they just kept eviscerating my characters. I cursed in i think several different languages some of them i'm not sure were earthling languages i think i was speaking klingon for a little bit um but long story short uh it got me excited about harry potter legacy hogwarts the legacy right so Mm -hmm. you guys what are your harry potter houses did we talk about this last week caleb i think we did Okay. I, I said I I was watching and I texted the group chat. Hey, what are your Harry Potter houses? I have a question for the for the podcast. That was like midweek this week. It felt like it might have felt like a week. Yeah, it might. Okay, yeah. Well, I I am according to BuzzFeed a Ravenclaw. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. We talked about that. So, mine's kind of a little tricky because I'm almost like half and half Gryffindor and Slytherin. However. Because I pride myself on always being the guy who likes to play that gray side of things, that puts me more to the Slytherin side. Where did you take so. your twist at? Your quiz at? Because I don't have any of those qualifications. It was just like straight up Hufflepuff. Go over there. Oh, uh, I did mine on the Potter webpage. Oh, I did mine Potter on Wiz- the, the Oh, yeah. I did mine on Wizard The official World. one. Y'all can take your BuzzFeed somewhere else. The I did mine on Wizarding World, so that's all, Matt. Uh, I I literally just Google it, and it was the first one that wasn't a, a targeted ad on Google search. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a Slytherin. That's funny. Maybe I'll take the Pottermore one. But long story short, so with an R, with an Harry Potter RPG coming out, and you getting to play 1,800 years before, whatever, whatever, uh, are you going to go? I, again, we have no clue about the story, but I'm speculating. But if you're allowed to create a character, you get to actually choose your own house. 
are you going to go with your house that you were assigned and how are you going to play the game? Are you going to play the game according to your house or are you going to play the game according to yourself in real life? Which apparently should be the same thing, but could be different. I guess it just depends on like, are any of like the characters that we see in the movies or the books going to be involved? Probably I think that'll influence a lot of people. It's 1800 years before. 100. That's 100. Oh, is it? It's 100 years. It takes place in the 1800s. Okay, it takes place in the 1800s. So the one character we okay. know should be there is Dumbledore. Mm-mm. Nope. Well, Dumbledore was 150 years old. At 50, he was had wasn't he a professor so, at Hogwarts? So when the what what is the new movies that have come out recently? Fantastic Beast. Yes, in the Fantastic Beast movies, those take place in what is it? The, 20s yeah 20s 30s and professor dumbledore is a newly um assigned teacher there so that's 40 50 years after this game so even though dumbledore's older than dirt he's not gonna be he might be a character in the game at some point in time but he won't be at hogwarts oh, okay well that actually gives us more freedom to just do whatever we want I think I'm going to stick with my house. You're going to stick with your house? Yeah. And that this is from someone who just newly became a Harry Potter fan and knows absolutely nothing about these houses. I think it'll be fun. Cool. So, are you going to. Ravenclaw has a decent amount of dark wizards that have come out of the house. Slytherin has the most dark wizards that have come out of the house. (laughs) Hufflepuff, we don't mess with the light. We don't mess with the darkness. It's light side over here on the homies. Shout out to Luna Lovegood. Cho, we bang with you still, even though you snitched on the homies. <laughs> we still ride for one another. So there's very little dark wizards to come out of the house. I feel like I actually want to play a light wizard just to see what happens. But if we get the option to play dual sexes or multiple characters, I would like to play a dark witch just to see if that story changes the... Um, story everything because from my understanding in the wizarding world wizards and witches are very like distinct like there's certain things wizards can do that witches can't do and there's certain things that it's kind of like division of labor like witches kind of start go into certain like schools of magic wizards kind of go into certain schools of magic but like everything is available to everyone apparently so i would like to just see if that is affecting if being a witch versus being a wizard affects the world. Kind of, again, this is all based on Dragon Age. If you're an elf, everybody knows you're an elf. They call you Knife Ear. They call you uh, Sharp Sword. They call you all sorts of stuff. And somebody called me Knife Ear in the bar the other day, and I punched him in the face. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep in mind, in Harry Potter, witches and wizards are, all it is is a sex thing. Yeah. There's no discrimination as to what one can or can't do. It's well, all... Here's, I understand that, but from my understanding, maybe it was just Snape. Like, Snape doesn't allow you to come into his class unless you get a certain score on the owls, right? Well, well yeah. I mean, you ha- it's no different than, than anything else. Like, you have to have certain grades to get into those classes but it doesn't discriminate against who you are i mean look at it 
Harry Potter became an Aurora at the end of the series, and Tonks Adora, who was Lupin's wife, was also an Aurora. Yeah. But... So it, it's, it doesn't discriminate whatsoever. Oh, okay. Maybe, again, I'm still learning this Harry Potter thing, so maybe I'm... Harry, but but that, Harry Potter, yeah, Harry, Harry Potter, Potter is, is a, a rare case, than, right? He's yeah, also like a, he's also a, a, a parcel mouth, which is I've been mostly men, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if some of those things, again, I'm sure the developers are going for the vast like amount of like playability and character, whatever. But like again, being a Witcher is a profession, right? Mm-hmm. Geralt. Uh, Fezimir and all the other male witchers could do certain things that Siri couldn't. Siri also happens to be the only female witcher that we encounter in the series, and she just also happens to be one of the strongest witcher that we encounter in the series. And she can do things, uh, mostly because of her like mixed blood and some other things that the other witchers can't. Um, do you think something like the house you pick? Uh, your age, your sex, the family lineage you pick would would play into how you play the game. I'm just trying to build out this Harry Potter game in my mind and in the world just to see how much fun we could have with it. Uh, I mean, it could. It'll be interesting. I don't think... I can tell you right now that if you have me start picking out not only how my character appears, but as well as the lineage behind my character, I'm about to turn it off and go to bed. (laughs) Like that's that's gonna. I've I've literally tried to play Dragon Age Origins before and woke up to my kids going, "Daddy, Daddy, you gotta finish making your character." Like I I don't I don't do that kind of stuff. So if I have to choose all these kind of backgrounds, random. Let's go. I don't even care anymore. But that's that's just pours a snot out. Yeah. Um. I would like it if it's not as involved as making a D&D character. <laughs> so if I could just pick what I look like, set my house, get to pick my wand, I think, I think I'd think i be Gucci. Cool. So I'm the only one that wants to like pick a lineage and be part of this uh, certain family and all these other things. But yeah, that's cool. Uh, that gives us a little bit of anticipation for some games that'll come out. Um, I'm going to let you take over, Greg. Man. So, guys, I'm Caleb, as you said, it's been... There's been one focus this week, and that's next-gen consoles. We're going to talk a little bit about that, um, but I think it's there's so much information out there, and since you know both Sony and Xbox lost our packages in the mail and we don't have our consoles <laughs> yet, um, we're going to hold off on talking about them until we actually get ours, because... They want to be shitty like that, but let's let's talk about probably some of the biggest news of the week. Let's talk about Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. So this game, this is its fourth release date now, because originally yeah. it was supposed to come out in May, then September, then it got bumped to November, and now it's December tenth. So it got bumped another twenty-one days. Um, what's most interesting about this though is that they sent out a memo cyberpunk did cd project red to the community um that read today we've decided to release the released i'm sorry today we've decided to move the release date of cyberpunk 2077 by 21 days the new release date is december 10th 
Most likely, there are many emotions and questions in your heads. So first and foremost, please accept our humble apologies. And they went on and on and explained some other stuff and more or less said they're having issues getting it to run properly on the current gen base format consoles. Um, and that's caused the delay. The most interesting aspect of this is that CD Projekt Red did not inform their developers before they informed the community. Mm. So CD Projekt Red got the same message via Twitter that everybody else got, and that's how they found out they were getting their game delayed after working for months on this game on end to clearly no resolution. And then they started to get hate texts, tweets, DMs, messages, Facebook, whatever, you, any social media, I'm sure, emails. They all started to get hate emails about how they're going to kill them, release your daggum game now, or my liberal sums, whatever, is going to come get you. Like, it's all crazy, but let's 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 talk about the, the big thing here first, the, the primary thing. What do you all think about the, the delay? So I'm sure Caleb has more to say about this than I will. So I'll go first and then get out of the way. Um, on, on this podcast, we talk a lot about um, if we are anticipated for something, we, we want to err on the side of being uh, encouraging like what's happening with developers and with uh, people that really have a passion for making a really good product to put it out onto the market for us the consumers um but at the same time if they're gonna just do us dirty then we're we're gonna talk about why the hell are you doing us dirty kind of thing um i get that they want to take care and obviously having it perform well on current gen because not a lot of people especially if you're an xbox fan you're not going to be upgrading from what it looks like um is very important but at the same time it's like then did they bite the bullet too soon in terms of preparing to launch initially in May? Now I get COVID happened and then trying to figure out what production looks like in a COVID world is different. But if they're saying now that they're having issues with it, then were, were they having issues the entire time or did something new come up? So that's kind of like where my question is. And that's that's a valid point. I mean, I think it was three weeks ago they actually announced they had gone gold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So which means the game was done developing, they have completed it, they have it on a disc that they then sent that disc to manufacturing to then print it onto your copies. Mm -hmm. So you're 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 right. I mean, you're talking a game that's that's essentially done, short mm -hmm. of the infamous gargantuan day one patch we're all gonna see. It doesn't work on the current gen consoles. I'm really curious to see what this game would look like pre first day day one patch on a current gen base model console compared to a slim, a pro, or a, you know, and a slim, an X, and the next gen stuff. Caleb? Yeah. So, from my understanding, one of the biggest reasons they chose to delay this game is because of compatibility um, with older generations. Like, though this game was announced before the ps4 was even out uh, like that's the reality of what we're facing here this game was announced before the ps4 was even out and now looks like it's going to be out after the ps5 is released um so not only do they have to build this game for 
PC, right? Which is the highest end spectrum because they have to build for multiple different kind of PCs, um, whatever, whatever, whatever. So whatever comes with that, they're developing for PC. They also have to be, this game has to run on Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S. It also has to run on PS5. Not only that, it has to run on every spec that exists for the PlayStation 4, which means they have to patch for a day one PS4 that somebody out there still has. Um, and as you can imagine, that jet engine that has to go off in order for the, for the OG PS4s and the OG Xboxes to run, um, man, I really, I really feel for this, this, this developers as as disappointed as I am because I would love to be playing this game especially right at that time when I have a week off and not and like cannot do anything for an entire week trust me I was ready willing and able to sit on my couch for 72 hours and do nothing but play this game um but now it looks like it's not going to be the case 21 days does that hurt me too much no 21 days allows them to I guess really 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 get down to the nitty gritty work out the bugs and work out on compatibility I would rather them have just released the next gen version and said hey all you last gen version people we're going to release yours later it's taking a little bit longer that would have caused a civil war I realize that and they are a company that likes to do quote unquote the right thing for their customer fan base so I get it it's the right it's the right decision to do for the customers it I, I can't imagine having to make that decision um, especially for the staff who've already been working on this game for so long now you have to work on it for another 21 days and you, it's gonna be crunch um, crunch as you know is kind of this negative work environment in the gaming industry where you're working 13 14 plus hour days sleeping in the office uh i'm an insurance so i know what crunch is you guys have already you guys have worked overtime so like for us it's like all right we're working plus overtime plus overtime so i really really feel for the developers i hope they get a chance to get a break as far as the video game is concerned though they cannot mess this up if after the fourth delay or third delay in the fourth release date, this game isn't not, I don't say flawless because no games were flawless, but it can't have any sort of game breaking bugs. We can't have that. This game has, and like we, we anticipate the game to be good. That's not really our worries. But if this game is broken and has multiple glitches and it's running like Skyrim ran, uh, CD Projekt Red is going to find themselves in in, in, in a less favorable spot because right now they're kind of like the gaming world's darlings. Uh, after Witcher Three, they kind of got all the praise in the world, deservedly so. Now they have to like live up to that. But um, I also hate the self them putting themselves in this position because if this game is considerably better and gets more praise and people love it just as much or as or more than The Witcher Three. They should just close up shop because I don't know how they're going to follow that up. Not to mention they're already talking about multiplayer next year and story DLC. All of that aside, if this game is just as good or received just as well or more than The Witcher, 
Yeah, I would never make another game again. I'd go make I'd go make a fraud toads crossing the road because I don't want to live up with <laughs> those expectations. But that's my two piece. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think you're wrong there, Caleb. I think it's it's very evident that they can't mess this one up and they have to go we have to get something of a high caliber, which I would be surprised, honestly, if it wasn't. Agreed. Agreed. But with that, uh, Matt, you said you wanted to talk about um, the PlayStation app. Oh, I mean, not so much talking about it as mentioned it because it is something that happened and it was a horrendous place to be that I never used ever in my life. Would I use it now? Maybe a little bit more, but it is notable to worth or it is worth noting that they did launch it globally. When was that? Thursday? I think Thursday or Friday um, of this past week. Um, and it's, I just I think it is very indicative of like this direction that they're going with next gen. Um, something that's sleek, overall, easy, um, with a lot of emphasis on um, accessibility. Accessibility to seeing what your friends are doing, to like what trophies you last accomplish and being able to share them with your friends and seeing who's online. Um, so be sure to check it out if you like using mobile apps um, for your gaming consoles. I think it looks really sleek. I'm excited to use it more. But I probably won't be using it all the time if I'm being real. All right. What's uh, what's different about it? So I haven't mine's updating now, so I didn't even know. Um really, so they did an entire overhaul of it, really. Um and so now whenever you open up, it has um, kind of, you can scroll through it and you can see, oh, uh, right now I have three friends online that are playing their games um, off the rip. And you can swipe down, you can have easy access to your messages. Um, you can view the game trophies that you have and even more information about the games themselves. Um, and it just looks really sleek because I, I like this direction that they're going. The last, the old version of the app, I think, just looked very blocky. And uh, I don't want to say not cohesive, but it, it was very chunky, if that makes sense. But now it's just like super smooth. You can just kind of see like as you're scrolling through here, it just looks super nice. I like yeah, it, it a lot. What's your yeah, new um, trophy level? My new trophy level? Hold on. Let me find out. Let me click on my name here. It says 158. Well, you, Caleb. I'm checking right now. Oh, man. I got sign stuff. Not being prepared for this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> right. I had to reset my password the other day because I forgot what it was. But, so... Folks, if you're at home, make sure you go download the new PS PlayStation app update. Really cool. I wonder if there'll be some cool features to integrate with it um, once next gen launches. Yeah, I'm not sure how I'm supposed to find my trophy level on here. Uh, click on your name up top. Nice. Where are you at? 213. 
Nodes. Mm. Yeah. So. Well, I'm glad they updated that up. That's uh, that's really interesting. Um, I'm glad. We, I'm. I am glad we got that. I actually use the app quite a bit because I always get digital codes that I have to redeem on there. So it's just easier to type it in on that than it is to anything else. But it does look a lot cleaner than the old one did. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, excited that they are making concurrent patches across. Um, their digital landscape. I'm wondering if this is any indication of how. I'm assuming it does. Um, I'm wondering like how close or how far away off. I know we've seen like the dashboard, but like I want to see how like this interacts with the system once it's out. That's what Mm, I'm trying to say. Yeah. So I wanted to talk real quick, keeping with PlayStation, about a report that came through from uh, routers. I don't know if you guys saw this, um, but it's quoted in the report. It's uh, Sony pre-sold as many PS5 consoles in the first 12 hours in the United States as in the first 12 weeks as its predecessor PS4 device. Jim Ryan, CEO of Sony Interactive, said in an interview. So, so to put that in perspective, the demand for the PS5 is so high that they pre-sold just as many units in 12 hours in the United States as they did in 12 weeks with the PS4. That is absolutely insane to me. Yeah. It just goes to talk about how much of a dominating force the PlayStation branding is in compared to anybody else. Well, while I, I 100% agree with what you just said. I also want to remind you that there's a group of humans who like to run up the budget so they can make a profit. Ergo, Mm -hmm. scalpers. I don't think scalpers count for very, like, I think they count for maybe less than 10% of this number. But scalpers do need to be taken into consideration because, unfortunately, people who aren't as lucky as Matt and myself and didn't get a pre-order day one are going to fall victim to this because according to that same thing i believe they said like yeah you didn't get a pre-order good luck my guy like yeah so addressing the scalping thing yes that is an issue however on the metric side of counting numbers it, it it's still a sale like, they don't care. That doesn't impact them whatsoever. So, yes, somebody's going to get screwed and pay two, three times as much as for one of these consoles as they need to. But in the grand scheme of things, that's still that console out in the wild somebody's going to be playing. Um, I just lost my train of thought. Disappeared. What were you talking about, Caleb, again? Yeah, scalpers. Uh, the amount of scalpers versus, like, real sales. Uh Oh, I got it. So, yeah, so as far as getting one day one, if you don't have one pre-ordered, Caleb, you're 100% right. I mean, it's um, from what I understand, Best Buy has actually been calling or sending emails to their reservation guests, not only because they're the only ones that are going to get one, but they're also scheduling a pickup time so that they can have individual service with them. Um, you have, I, from, I haven't heard confirmation, but from what I've heard about GameStop, GameStop's not going to have any extras at launch either, unless people don't pick up their units. 
Um, so it's it's going to be one of those where if you had it pre-ordered, cool, you're Gucci, as Matt has been saying. But <laughs> if you uh, if you don't have it pre-ordered, you're whatever you're Lil Wayne or whatever Ungucci is in the in the grand scheme of things. So, um, good luck. I believe that's Chinatown Market. Godspeed. May the odds be ever in your favor, but probably not going to get one. Mm-hmm. Here's what it is, though. I think it's just an interesting fact of how quickly this thing is selling. That's, that's mostly what I want to bring up about this. Um, Riot Games, uh, Caleb, you had some stuff about that one? Yeah, so Riot Games, Louis Vuitton Dons, as I'm, not, and I'm calling them, <laughs> uh, are wrapping up uh, some of their tournaments uh, as you know they are the owners of amazing multiplayer games such as League of Legends and the now very popular Valorant um, they are stretching their wings a little bit trying to flex a little bit on people like Epic Game Store and, and Fortnite and all them like hey we're doing some things over here so they're actually uh, according to an IGN article that came out yesterday October 31st they are venturing into the world of RPG. There's a game called Ruined Kingdom. Ruined Kingdom is going to be the next game that is based on League of Legends. And they're just basically trying to build that world out. The way I see this working out for them is very well. Um, I think it's actually gonna. I think they're doing the inverse of what Fortnite did, because Fortnite started off as this fort building game where you were fighting zombies, and that was doing absolutely nothing for them, literally less than nothing. I think they were losing money by that game, and then they released their multiplayer, and that totally revolutionized what that game was, and that has completely changed the world for them. So I think. Riot Games, who's very, very experienced in delivering world-class multiplayer experiences, um, choosing to not just like, oh, we're going to do this in-house, but actually choosing to do um, Riot Forge, which is going to be a partnership with other developers to develop in-house properties like um, Ruined Kingdom. I think it's a good idea. I think more powerhouses doing more things within the gaming space is good for us this game looks to be coming out on everything including your samsung fridge it's on the switch it's on the playstation 4 the playstation 5 the xbox series x the xbox one um pc uh so it's not going to be the most visually appealing game but it's going to be one that you can play anywhere and everywhere which again having an rpg that i hope it's one of those things where it's either a dungeon i would hope for a dungeon crawler because the character base that league of legend already has makes perfect perfect sense for a dungeon crawler it can even be a roguelike dungeon crawler um i don't know if they wanted to venture into those things matt i'm not sure if you even know what roguelike means but um (laughs) long story short this could be an interesting move if it works I think it's a good thing for the gaming industry because Mm -hmm. you have these, now you have somebody like Riot who has uh, 
do whatever money, as as we like to say over here. They have money to do whatever they want. Uh, some people say other words. But we're just gonna call it. They they have do whatever money. Um, they do whatever they want. Uh, you can't you can't really like stop them. Um, so I think it'd be good for competition wise. I think it'd be good for gamers to just get more experience. People who love that League of Legends world can get to venture in. Uh, like people like me who are RPG kids and you know I like the League of Legends world I don't have the twitch reflexes to play League of Legends trust me I've tried it's just not happening over here homie so mm-hmm. I get to actually ex- <laughs> I get to experience the League of Legends world with those characters and get into that without having to you know sit here and get cursed out by a four year old <laughs> Greg, I think you're muted. I was. I had to sneeze and I had to mute it. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, but as you were talking about this, I was thinking, it, it made me remember something I thought about earlier this week. And I just want to pose this question. It's completely unrelated to what you were just talking about. So just bear with me here. What do you guys think the best video game movies are? Wait, v- games? Top two. Top two. Video games that were made into movies that are good, or movies that I, were made into video games that are good. Uh, movies, the best one, two, three video game movies. Did we talk about this already? We did, but I had a uh, an epiphany the other day. Mm. I usually steer clear of video game movies. Caleb. I'm thinking video game movies that are good. I could name a ton of them that are bad. Uh, I just want—I just want your favorite two. Favorite the, the, two. The two you think. The two you think are the best. Um, All right. I'm does Detective go for, I'm Pikachu go count? Yep. Okay. So. Oh yeah, yeah, Pikachu. Yeah. That was pretty decent. Does Deadpool count? No, that's a comic book. No, he's a comic. I have to give it to uh, Detective Pikachu and um, the original Tomb Raider with Lara Croft. With the, the, the original Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie. I have to be very specific about that. So this week I realized that the hands down best two video game movies that have ever been released are Groundhog Day and Palm Springs. They're roguelike games. <laughs> <laughs> like like as I was sitting here I was, thinking I was listening to, I was listening kind of funny and they were just talking about different actors and they brought up Palm Springs and I was like yo that's actually a roguelike game because you die it resets you have to redo everything and find a way to get through it all I think I, th- I think the best one actually is Scott Pilgrim See, I've think, never been a fan of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I, I, I did I never cared for the video game, but the movie was pretty good. Was it? Wasn't it a comic? Was it a comic first, or was it a video yep. game first? I think it was comic first, comic. but it's based on the video game. It's one of those things. It was comic first. The game is based on the comic, but the movie is based on the game. Mm, because it's, they it's actually announce it. It's one of those like breaking the fourth wall. The movie based on the comic, based on the game, based on the comic book. They actually say. So it, it's like when Disney Plus came out with High School Musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. No, not pretty much. Exactly. <laughs> okay. 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 I'm following. I'm following. But no, going back to right, Caleb, I'm with you. Like, I, I can't play league. One, I'm too old and my reflexes are too slow now. Two, it takes far too much time and effort to try and get into that and be competitive. And there's no story so that I've ever really gotten out of it. So there's no real point in me playing. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I am excited for these side quest games, these offshoots. So I think they realize that. I think they realize that there's a large swath of their gaming population that is aging out because let's be honest the com- the com- the competitive age is getting younger like some of the league of legends champ like champions aren't old enough to drive like some of them are 14 like in the state of california you have to be like get a parents waiver to compete but they have a 12 year old on a competitive team a 12 year old on a professional competitive gaming team like the whole state got involved because there was like wait this is like child labor laws involved here and then and then the parents were like well we consent and the state was like well it doesn't matter if you consent the dude is 12 he can't be like a professional but then like again the state of california's where it was like well if they were a child actor no one would be complaining and then everybody was like Oh, yeah, you kind of got a point. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah, no, they have 12 year old competitive gamers who are national champions and getting school scholarships. So, a lot of the, like, when League was coming out five, ten years, like, five, ten years ago, I, I would have been in competition age. Definitely not. Never was. But, like, as your, com- as your comp- competitors are aging up and aging out and they can't keep up, maybe they still want to, you want to keep them involved in your franchise. So having other things to play, like an RPG that would be slower paced with a story, um, only it only builds your brand and your cachet more. I mean, like my favorite brand is The Witcher. My favorite game is Elder Scrolls. Those are massive worlds that you can explore in a thousand different ways. Um, like The Witcher has card games, stories, a Netflix series. Uh, season two is about to come out, and I'm super hyped. Star Wars. Star Wars has an anything you want to any way possible. We just we're talking Harry Potter for 14 minutes. Harry Potter books, Harry Potter movies, Harry Potter rides, Harry Potter world. The more the League of Legends can build up their universe, I think not only the better for their fans, but also better for the gaming community. Because that just puts more eyes on us and gives us a little bit more legitimacy. And it's always always fun. All right, Caleb, I have a, I have a task I need you to take care of for me. Yes, sir. Uh, if you're in full screen, I need you to drop out of the full screen. And I need you to share with the glorious people listening the information that's in those two pictures. All right. we love We love hearing this from you. Oh God! <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, let's go ahead and share share the screen. And I already have I already have so many questions. Yeah. Okay. So that's fine. Uh, games with gold. With an estimated value of $84.96 in value and up to 3,000 gamer score. Oh, God. What is happening? Uh, Argami? Is that what that's called? 
Shadow Edition? Origami? Okay, mm-hmm. it looks like a fake Ninja Gaiden with a fake uh, Scarecrow. Um, but Homeboy's over there, Shadow Edition, and November 1st through November 30th, you get that for free. And then there's Sumfinity? Or Swim. Swim, Swim Sanity. I can't read any of that. that that's too tiny. Swim Sanity. That looks like fake Mega Man. Um, you get fake Mega Man from November 16th through December 15th. <laughs> Who decided a ripoff Mega Man was a game that should be done? I don't know. And no, then, it, it's it's like a ripoff Mega Man meets uh, Upscale Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this I, game is sus. I should put it one hundred percent. And then Full Sail University graduated, making Full Spectrum Warrior. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> available from November the first. That wasn't a good joke. That wasn't a good joke. It was a good joke. It was it was terrible joke, but I had to I had to make it. And the only game worth playing on this entire list, I don't know about the other three. I shouldn't I don't know how to make video games, so I shouldn't I shouldn't judge. But uh those games look like trash. Except for Indiana Jones, the Lego is that uh which one is that? Lego Adventure. The original Adventures. The original adventure of the Indiana Jones. Uh it's your 360 game of the month for November 16th to November 30th. That one actually looks pretty good. I think the Lego games have a, a fun charm that often gets often gets missed. So if you're on Xbox, uh, yeah, do what you will with those. I'm gonna move on to some games that are actually games, and let's talk about this. Oof, this is tiny. Um, yeah, I couldn't find a bigger picture. I apologize. It is all good. Um, Shadow of War. Is available. Shadow of War is a decent game. Uh, the follow up to a better game, um, Shadow of Mordor. Um, Shadow of Mordor is definitely better than Shadow of War. But if you pick up Shadow of War, it's free. Enjoy it. If you're of any 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 interest into the Lord of the Rings franchise, it's a great expansion to that. I can't actually see what those other two games are called. Can you? Is that the other one is Hollow Knight or Hollow Knight. I don't think I've ever played that title, so I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, I have no clue Hol- what that looks like. Hollow Knight's a uh, roguelite, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay, cool. That's a cool looking yeah. roguelike. Grab it; it's free. Uh, you're not gonna be mad at yourself. And then what looks like a cracked out gogurt. Um, <laughs> bug snacks. Yeah, a bug snacks. Which is uh, interesting because it's a PS5 game of the month. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It, it's it's our PS5. first PS5 game. I'm gonna get that cracked out gogurt when it drops. I tell you what, though. Yeah, that definitely looks like a cracked out. You could have went with like Monsters Inc. Nope, that's a literally out any gogurt anything rack. Pixar. I can gogurt. see it though. I can see it though. I've, and what's it's good for that game though because that game is all about eating s- bugs that are snacks and then becoming them. Mm. Cracked out so, gogurt rat. That's up. Cracked out gogurt. Like I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm gonna play that cracked out gogurt when it comes out. So guys. I think we've talked about this before. We didn't talk about this beforehand, but I'm going to spring it on you. I have a question. Oh, man. We all know what, well, what console we're getting for this next gen. What is the first game you're buying, and what is the first game you're likely to complete on next gen? I need you to understand something here. 
I'm tired of you taking up my my role because I literally have on my paper that I wrote down what game that launch. <laughs> I mean, so I need you to get. I'm not going to get in the back of the bus because that's racist. But get out of I, my driver's seat. I, I'm gonna head out real quick. <laughs> no, no, you get it. Go ahead, go ahead, Caleb. <laughs> I don't even know. I was actually thinking about that. I am. I'm. I'm about to have a conniption fit. I don't know if I could trade in my PS4 yet. Mm-mm, I'm not. Because there's so many games on PS4 that I want to play that I'm not exactly sure if the discs are going to work on the PS5. 99% of the games will work on the PS5. Now, if you have one of the most obscure titles on the PS5, I think, like, Let's Sing, it's not going to work. Yeah, But outside I, of that, I, everything else will. I know, but it's just like, I don't want to have to start over on Dragon Age Inquisitions. Like I'm barely, I'm barely through the epi- like the opening of the game. I'm barely through the old prologue of the game, and I've already have like twenty hours into this playthrough. This playthrough is gonna be a hundred hour playthrough. I'm gonna hang on to my PlayStation Four until I'm done with that, and then maybe I'll trade it in for like a Fire Emblem Switch, which eventually we're gonna get. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Those rumors, man. <laughs> Those rumors, man. That Fire Emblem Switch Pro, man. Um, let's go. <laughs> right. But uh, but yeah, but what, okay. what game PS5 are you gonna get? Specific game, Spider Man. I gotta oh, play Miles Morales. Yeah. Gotta heck play yeah. Miles Morales. Uh, I'm gonna snag everything off of that uh, PlayStation Plus list. Everything because I want to play God of War Five on the PlayStation Four. That's probably mm-hmm. the game I'm likely to finish first. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, first game I'm getting uh, for PlayStation Five is also Miles Morales. Um, just because everything they put out for this game looks so good, and they they have this intrigue about it that draws you back, especially if you played uh, Marvel Spider Man, which came out. Is that two years now, or is that just last year? Seventeen. This, this just seventeen. Really? No, eighteen. It was eighteen. Oh yeah. Okay, so two years ago. I thought I was true. I was like, really? It's been that long? It's like, damn. Uh, but yeah, and so they just recently came out with the Into the Spider Verse suit, which looks so freaking good. It makes I you feel like you're watching the movie down, again. It's the best suit. It's that. It's the best. Oh suit, yeah, in my opinion. I, I honestly, I just love the attention to detail that they have. Uh, changing the frame rates around uh, the character model so that it feels like like he's in the movie. Like like it's almost glitching a little bit. And I I just love that they did that. But that's definitely the first game I'm playing. That's probably going to be the first game I complete on PS5. Um, and then uh, I've been talking about this for two years, three years, however the hell long it's been. But I might actually get No Man's Sky on PS5 and see how that puppy plays. Hey, hey. If not Destiny Beyond Light somewhere on the list also. Yeah, Destiny's on there. We all know it's on there, but you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, I'll see both of y'all this week to get you all squared away and all that kind of stuff. Um, however, I'm... If I'm able to secure one of these consoles, I will probably one of the first games I'll play is Bug Snacks because I'm really, really intrigued by that. I feel like Spider-Man's more of a known quantity, so I know it's going to be great, but I, I want to give this free game of the month something. I, I've been interested in this for a while anyway, just on like, what is it? How does it work? Mm-hmm. Am I going to buy it? And then with them saying it's going to be free, like, bet, let's go. I'm going to check this one out. Um, so I'll check out Bug Snacks. Maybe I'll play Demon Souls and give that a shot again. It's gonna look pretty, and then I'll get mad and quit. Um, I keep thinking I'm I'll... gonna play Demon Demon Souls. I'm not. 
It looks really good. It's one of those, like, again, I say this every time we talk about these games. They're all the Souls games are games that on paper are my style of gameplay that I had just have not gotten good at and haven't put the time into. Um, so maybe with it being beautiful, running stupid frames per second with a dope haptic feedback controller, maybe it'll be more enjoyable, especially considering there'll be nothing else out that I'll be playing at the time. So we'll see. It'll be interesting, but those those are probably my, my top three. Yeah. That, that is your question that I asked, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> solid Above and beyond. Out. All right. Caleb, Matt, anything else you all want to talk about? Nope. Nope. Well, it has been a fantastic episode. I am so glad. To, I'm exhausted, but I'm glad to be back on the podcast. So, again, I apologize for missing two of the last three weeks. Three? Life's getting crazy. Um, but, Matt, why don't you go and tell them where they can find you at? Oh, I sorry. I just literally blanked out there for a second. Are you talking to Caleb or are you talking to me? <laughs> I said Matt. Okay. Uh, well, you guys. You call me Luna Lovegood. Huh. Listen, I'm usually more on top of it than you are, but that's neither here nor there. Because uh, you got that MacBook. Right. Right. It does all the work for me. Um but you guys, you can find me on all social media at Matt underscore Gutu. Number one fan account for Pablo Sanchez. I'm usually tweeting like I'm on vacation, so you can always enjoy that. Um, you, but more importantly, you can follow us, the podcast, at the TDM Show on Facebook and Twitter, at TDM Show on Instagram. You can always hit up our website to talk to us, uh, drop some knowledge or some gems, or if you want to call us out for being wrong, uh, whitenoisestudio.com slash TDM Show. Uh, we're available on all platforms that podcasts are streaming. So whichever one's your favorite, be sure to find us there, TDM Show. Uh, be sure to like, favorite, uh, share us with your friends, and also don't forget to rate and review us. Caleb? Yeah. Uh, after sending out some problematic tweets, yeah, don't follow me on anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, all my accounts are private, so you can request to follow me. And depending on what happens, you might eventually get in and see the shenanigans. But I'm on Twitter at uh, Old Man Mookie833. I think I'm on Instagram at Old Man Mookie833. I'm definitely on the PlayStation at Westside Mookie833. So holla at your boy. You might not get accepted. You probably will be on that waiting list for a long time. But just in case you get in, just be prepared for shenanigans. Hey, I heard that Chick Fil A has the best thighs out there. I'm telling you, those those thighs are. Jumping. Oh, well, you can find me at Tonksy T O N N K S Y on the Twitterverse and on the on the where else am I on Instagrams? Um, Tonks T O N N K S. If if you want to follow me on the consoles, I don't really do much on those, but whatever. At least then you can say you follow me, um, and I can say I have another follower, so I appreciate that. But outside of that, this video will post on Tuesday, November 3rd. If you are listening to it on that day, please go out and vote. I don't care who you vote for. Just go out and do oh, it. Yeah, that is happening. Um, it's your, it's your, yeah, it's your civic duty. Yeah, I got to remind these two guys, too. Luna Lovegood over here. Um, and if you're listening to after the, the release, I hope you went out and voted. I hope you got out there. I hope you stood in lines, did whatever you had to do, but did your civic duty to go out and vote. 
Um, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate y'all listening, y'all subscribing, liking us, loving us, whatever it is that you do out there. Please be safe. Please wash your hands and please wear a mask. Until next time.